Welcome to How to Money with Cole and Cole. I'm Cole. And I'm Cole. We coach people every day on their money and how to plan for the future. As financial advisors, we're here to have an honest conversation and educate you on how to money. Intentionally and passionately to hit your money goals. And we'll throw in some sports talk along the way. Our mission and goal of this podcast is to improve your money journey and help you create the financial life you deserve. So let's talk money. And sports. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to How to Money with Cole and Cole. We have finally made it to episode number 10. Double digits. We're in double digits. I'm joined today, as always, by Cole Peterson and Cole Jasky. How's it going, guys? Not bad. Going great. Going great. Glad to be here. Yeah, that's good. weather in Iowa this week, so that's awesome. Yeah, it has been. Uh, Last night, I went to Des Moines and drove back and got caught in a huge storm like, oh, i had to pull yeah. over for five minutes yeah, pop-up oh, yeah. storms like all over the place so was, we needed the rain though we got yeah. some rain last night and it was like yeah. much needed yeah it three was, quarters of an inch is what i heard yep. yeah it was it was pretty crazy where we were, we were between uh fort dodge and or between web city and ames whenever we got caught in this pop-up shower and it was like mm-hmm. sheets of rain so i was like let's just pull over for a minute <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um yeah but no things have been good um how's the financial world for you all it's been all right yeah, all right. Good. Markets Be- rebounding a little bit. Yep, and- yep. It's been uh, some positivity here here recently. Uh, where I think uh, the coals are slowing down on the golf course a little bit as the summer Uh-oh, winds yeah. down. So we're working a little harder. You can just tell we got a lot more going on. Busy, you know, keeping everyone hustling every which direction. And mm-hmm. um, you know, now we're getting closer to the school school time. So you know, kids will be going yeah. back to school. Everyone's kind of taking their their vacations before school starts. So. Um, starting to transition to more of that fall fall type here pretty soon i know say summer vacations are almost over yep. and I, i'm kind of i told uh angie in the office this the other day like i love spending time with my family and and but i'm like i'm kind of ready for me to go back to work most of the time <laughs> just it's having like, the consistent schedule yeah. you know you kind of yeah. summer july june there's you know, feel like we, you never get you caught know, up you know, you're always behind a lot of things yeah. Oh. yeah well i was thinking about this august 9th is when this comes out that's like literally two weeks until school starts. It feels like this summer yeah. has just blown by. Yep. And and that day is two days before the preseason for the NFL starts. That's insane. Yeah. This, this episode will come out August 9th. That's the preseason crazy. starts on Thursday. Uh, I didn't see who the game was, but um, they're in camp now. Crazy. Actually, most most yeah. teams are have all reported to camp and going going yep. full yeah. floor. So Aaron Rodgers showed up with the uh, what was it? Uh, Nicholas Cage impression or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Um, and then the Bills Rams, September 8th, first game of the season in the NFL. That's going to be a good game. Yeah. All right. So that's 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 one month after the podcast. Next podcast is re- the, well, this podcast will be released. Yeah. Okay. So this was not on the agenda, but since the preseason starts August 11th, without seeing any football, who's your Super Bowl pick? Oh, You're gosh. way too early, yeah. Super Bowl pick. Well, let me think here. So last year it was Packers, and no. who in the no who's in the NFC Championship game? Is it Niners and no it, Rams? Uh, yeah, Niners, yeah, Niners and, Rams. and Rams. Yeah, I was gonna say Packers, and it was Bengals and got bounced. Uh, and and Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, my my gut. I have some a team I want to say, but I don't want to say it because it's Cole P's team. I was just gonna say. Yeah, yeah, Bron- it, it, the, I think the Broncos will be in it. Yeah, they're gonna, gonna be close. They're gonna be, close. They're gonna be I, good. I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Rams to repeat. I go Rams Packers. I go Packers, Broncos in the Super Bowl. Broncos get it done. 
Packers will not make the Super Bowl. Okay. I, I do not right. think so. Well, you um, heard it here first, so. Yeah. So, right. I, I don't really. Okay, l- let me just pick a team. Um, and I'm not going to pick the Rams because that's just, like, too, too easy. easy. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Uh, if they, if they win, though, that's, like. Geez. Yeah. I'm a Matthew Stafford fan, so. Yeah. You know, um, the last repeat championship was, like, 30 years ago. <laughs> like, barely ever repeat. It was the Broncos, actually. 98-99. No, yeah. the Patriots have repeated. With yeah, Brady, maybe they yeah, did. Yeah, with yeah, Brady, yeah. they have. You're right. So right. That was incorrect. Fact check him. All right. Well, that's 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't happen. Uh, just often. because, and I know nothing about their team, I'm just going to say the Chargers because Herbert seems oh, like a stud. Boo. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't want to pick okay. the team that you picked, and I don't think the Chiefs are going back because they've so. lost a lot. So yeah. Odds are we'll probably all be uh, yeah. super wrong. So. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll know, and we got it on record. It'll so. probably be like the Carolina Panthers with Baker Mayfield. Oh, gosh. All right. <laughs> we're going to get into the financial uh, talk here, but and, yeah. and we, we know we're supposed to keep our sports talk to yep. a minimum. Um, yep. Yeah. But also, last thing on sports, uh, Major, League tra- Major League Baseball trade deadline's coming out. My Cubs have won six in a row as dun, of today, dun, which we're, we're recording this on July 28th. They're going to trade the best player, Contreras. That always I know stinks. they, they have weird, to. That's such a weird thing. I mean, that always stinks. Baseball happens so much. You know, where where team's so bad and they've had a player and and a really good player, and it seems that player gets traded. It's well, it's, such it, a, and and catcher is such a it's a hard position, and yep. there's not really a lot. Of, he was the all star this year. I yep. mean, there's not a lot of good catchers. And get a lot in major league baseball. Just uh, so they're going to get a lot for him and. They're building the, yeah. You know, they're building it. There's optimism here. Seventeen games under five hundred right now. <laughs> next year, I bet they're 50-50. and the next year we're going to the playoffs. That's, there that's you the go. plan. All that's right. the plan. A couple calls here today on you know few way too early uh, yeah, future way too calls early. here. Right, so right. we we know that in twenty twenty four the Cubs will be in the playoffs. We'll be in the playoffs. That's I'll cool. almost put. My I'm gonna hold there. you to that. If there was a futures bet out there, I'd put it out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we better we better uh, we better rein it in here and get back on on the money conversation. Yeah, I right? suppose. So, we have a couple announcements to make before we get into deep into the the, the money talk, and that is, um, we have CFG podcast has a YouTube page. Uh, it's just under Central Financial Group. So go make sure you subscribe to that, and you can uh, watch the video format of this podcast if you like. Yeah. Um, also. I don't know this, but I could guess that maybe we'll at some point there might be some sort of video content that you'd want to see. So go subscribe. Um, also, make sure you like and share this podcast. Uh, it's on all podcasting platforms: Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon, Google. It's it's on all of them. Um, it's on their website. And then so uh, next episode we have a special episode we're going to be doing we're going to be doing a Q&A announcement with questions from our listeners so mm-hmm. we need what we're going to need you to do is we shared a thing on Facebook for them and it's on their I believe they have a spot on their website you can do this you can stop by the office in person call the office check them out on LinkedIn there's a lot of different ways to do it but drop your questions for Cole and Cole to answer on the next episode you can remain anonymous if you don't want your question name read with your question Yes, um, but yeah, we'll we'll answer the questions. We'll we'll read the questions next next episode, and then we'll answer the questions. Yeah, and, and we're looking for you know a wide variety of topics. We're you know we're open from the, the early on investor, retirement saver, to someone that has a 
you know, very specific detailed question. We're, we're open and we, we just want to open the conversation. And honestly, if you have a golf question or a sports <laughs> question, we're open to that there. too. There we go. Yeah. 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 You can yeah. give us a, I'd love, love that. Yeah. I was yeah. going to suggest sports too, but um, yeah. So if you have a question, uh, leave it in one of the places for us and we will do that. The deadline will be August 10th tomorrow. Um, and hopefully you already have heard about this so that you've got, some people have gotten their questions in, but if you haven't, you have till tomorrow at five o'clock. Well, yeah. If they in. listen to that on August 9th, if yeah. they listen to the podcast the day it comes out, but yeah, August 10th will be the deadline Yeah, um, to do, to get the questions in. Yep. And we will do our best to answer as many as we can in the, within the time restraints. So right. um, that's just a little bit of uh, business that we had to take care of on here. So with that being said, they have a topic today. Um, we're going to be talking about income planning, income planning, retirement income planning. So, um, you know, you, you save all this money or well, yep. most people save up all this money to, to get to retirement. And then it's, how do I take the money yep. out and pay myself in retirement? So Cole, talk a lot about, uh, or a little about, uh, how, how we as financial advisors help people plan for, for income in retirement. Yeah, I, I think uh, obviously one of the, the biggest concerns people have is, will I have enough money to retire? Where is my income as my salary or, or whatever it is you know that you're living on now stops and you retire and transition? Where is that income or, or replacement going to come from? And I think the first thing we always always you know discuss with clients is is what are the objectives? What do you need? You know what do you want to do? What do you, and that's that's the first always the first step is defining the priorities and objectives of what you want. Some people need a little, some people want a lot. Right. And, and that's going to dictate, you know, not only how much you needed to save, but also, you know, if you're like, Hey, here's what I need. And I know I need, here's the bucket of money I have. Can we do it? I have people on my, my planning software. I have one couple that plans to spend $2,000 a year on travel. I have one couple that plans to spend $40,000 a year on travel. So there is no magic number that is for everybody. It it changes with the the plan. And that's why we do a plan and try to try to set up this income planning. So it it fits your plan. Yep. So there, there is not one distribution strategy that we're going to talk about or anything like that, but there are some just general things that you can think about. Obviously when you get to retirement, most people are going to have Social Security income. Yep. You might have pension income. That includes IPERS here in Fort in, in Iowa. Um, other other income sources um, can be farmland, um, part time employment, things like that. So we are just going to talk about the money that you have in your IRA, four hundred one k Roth IRA. We're going to talk about distribution uh, out of those and how you take money out. You know to live. It's supplemental income is what it's called yep. in, in retirement. So it's to supplement all those other income sources that you may or may not have. It's what do I take out of my investments? And it might be zero. I mean, I have some people that don't take any money out of their IRAs. They're just letting them grow and use them for a rainy day. Yep, there's a lot of people that, that continue to save well into retirement. A lot of people have that misconception. You know, I, I've saved all this money in the retirement buckets. Uh, don't need to send it. And sometimes that's a great thing uh, for people you know, have, if they don't have to put, you know, any pressure on their liquid assets, cause they have pensions, social security, IPERS, that makes it a lot easier on the assets and, right. and, you know, still need to have a plan, you know, an idea. And then the plan, the goals might just change. It might shift to, you know, how do these assets transition to my spouse or to my kids or my, my, you know, my heirs at some point. But, um, you know, what are, what are, I guess, kind of shift it back to you, Cole, 
what are a lot of the, um, you know, the major concerns you see, you know, that you've ran across for, for people, I guess. Uh, I mean, the number one thing you kind of already touched on is like, do I have enough money? Uh, do I have enough money to retire? Am I going to run out of money? We try to do our best to predict, predict that and, and obviously advise you if, if, if you haven't saved enough to maybe work a couple more years, things like that. But I, I think the, uh, the, the best thing that people can do, and you've talked about buckets, you know, have, have more than just one bucket. Don't just have your Social Security, uh, IPERS bucket, have a IRA bucket, possibly a Roth IRA bucket. Um, if you have multiple places that that's probably the most successful people that I see in retirement is they have multiple places to pull money and we can, uh, put their plan together to do the right thing at the right time. So the, the power of Roth distributions in retirement, talk a little bit about that. And what, what, what's the difference between me pulling, uh, cause we got all this other money over here that's taxable yep. pension, social security is taxed at a certain rate, but, um, what the uh, Roth, the power of a Roth IRA in retirement. Yep. So, so we're talking, you know, really to think of two different buckets of money, you know, pre-tax after tax, right? That's, that's the kind of the terminology we use or, or traditional IRA or Roth IRA. So the, the big thing with the Roth is the distributions all come out tax-free. They're, they're, they're tax-free on the state and federal level, as long as they're used, uh, you know, in accordance to the rules, which, you know, you need to be at, post 59 and a half. That's really the main caveat, um, with the, with the Roth for, for retirement planning. But that's the biggest piece is you get that same tech, you know, if you're contributing to a Roth all your life, that same tax deferral where there's, you're not paying any taxes on the gains or anything there. And then you go to use it. It's boom, it's tax-free. You don't have to claim it on, you know, claim it as income and pay taxes. So you're not losing that 10, 15% or whatever, you know, your, your income tax bracket would be versus same bucket of money, same exact example, with the, the pre-tax or the traditional IRA bucket, you pull those dollars out, you are now netting 85% of that if you're paying 15% of taxes. So the biggest difference is the Roth bucket can obviously can last a lot longer because you are not you don't need to pull as much out to get the same dollar amount that actually hits your bank account for you to be able to spend. So okay. I, I think that's a big piece. You know, we, we talk a lot about conversions, a lot of different strategies, but that, that I know we're always pushing the planning aspect, but, but you know, uh, the that's why having a plan is important. So we can say, Hey, what's the most efficient, efficient bucket for you to, to maximize? Cause doing one versus the other could have a big impact, especially if you're planning for, um, you know, longevity, you know, and I think that's one thing the industry's really changed. Cole, I don't know if you'd agree with that, but, uh, the, w when we use our planning software, the ages each they year, keep going they, up they keep up going up, 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 right? So, yeah, so cause people are living longer, obviously. It's a, it's so. a big concern. You know, I think of ours when planning is, is when someone says they're going to run out of money, what if you live to hundred, you know, we got to somewhat have a contingency for that. Right. Right. When social security was enacted in like 1952 or whatever yeah. year it was, I don't remember the average age that people died at was like 63. Yep. Well, social security set the age at 65 to collect social security. So a lot of people didn't even collect. Now it's like average age that you die is 82. Yep. So you collect, everyone's collecting for like 17 years. Well, that's why Social Security is having a problem, and that age is just going to keep going up and up and up, obviously. I mean, I can't even imagine what the age prediction for you is, Caleb, uh, being 14 years old. You're probably going to live to be at least 100. I think that's yeah, like something a, like that. a common question, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull this off the cuff here of, Cole, how do you respond to this this question? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a client, you know, a client of yours or a prospect of yours, and Cole, am I going to have Social Security available to me? Oh, my goodness, yeah. yeah. All depends on how long you live. <laughs> 
Well, th- th- what they're talking about is Social Security is is set to be solvent in year twenty thirty five or whatever like that, whatever yeah. year it is, and what solvent means is that it will only be able to pay out seventy five percent of what they were promising people. Oh wow! Now, Social Security there are, and it's always a government thing. Um, th- that's Social Security has borrowed money from Medicare before. Medicare is actually in a worse place than, but we won't go there, but. Social Security has to make like two changes and then it stretches to 2080. Yep. So most people that we talk to and people that, you know, like me and Cole, Social Security will be there for our entire retirement and, you know, until we die. Um, I'm not going to promise anybody anything because I don't control the government, obviously, but I do not see, anticipate them going away from Social Security benefits. I think a good rule of thumb, too, that I've kind of used, and I stole this from someone. Unfortunately, I don't have any original ideas. Generally, I've got, you know, all my good planning tips and something from some someone else. And um, But, you know, if you're under 50, let's try to build a plan without it. And if it's there, great. If you're above 50, you know, there's probably going to be something there, you know, whether it's 75%, 50%, 100% benefit. I don't know. But that's that's That's, that's funny because, like, all my plans, I, do, I never eliminate it. Yep. Yeah, so I, it's, it's a difference between yeah. me and you, like, yeah. and, and that's why no one plan is the same. And that's yep. why there's not one way to do everything with a financial planner. Even me and Cole that sit right next to each other in yep. the office do things differently. Um, so, um, you know, I think, I think it's, it, it's one of those questions that we get a lot, but in my mind, social security is going to be there forever. So. This podcast is produced by Spin Market and Digital. Located in Fort Dodge, Iowa, Spin Market's highly skilled team can help you increase your market by updating your website, improving SEO, designing advertisements, and producing podcasts that will grab the attention of your market. Contact Spin Market today for all your digital marketing needs at digitalagent at spinmarketwith2ks.com or call us at 515-302-8026. And to learn more, visit our website at www.spinmarketwith2ks.com. That's digitalagent at spinmarket.com or 515-302-8026. Or visit our website, www.spinmarketwith2ks.com. All right, guys, welcome back to How to Money with Cole and Cole. Thank you to Spin Market for everything they do for the podcast. So um, before we continue with the money talk, I have to throw out this little um, tidbit of sports information that I learned yesterday or maybe big the deal. day before. And it's a pretty big thing for uh, Iowa college teams is there is a five-star recruit from Waukee who committed to Iowa State yesterday, I think for the 2023 class. but He's a for, senior this, this year. Yeah, he'll be yeah. a senior. So... Either way, for Iowa State to land a five-star recruit after two years ago being uh, two and two and twenty something, right? TJ Otzelberg ever at Iowa State. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was. Gonna, I was going to ask that too. What? What is? He's like highest? number seven in the nation yeah. or something. That's like that. crazy. TJ TJ Otzelberger is building a program yeah. very quickly, and I'm excited for Iowa State basketball again. Yeah, they're gonna, they're going to be fun to watch. They're going to be yeah. on the radar for for a lot of things this yeah. year and coming off a. a crazy like one of the best turnarounds of all time i would say in college basketball, oh yeah from two wins to what they did and the run they made last year so yeah, yeah. Went all yeah. The, for the cyclones yeah, yeah. so a little bit a little bit of golf news too cool right let's hear it 
What little Paul Casey and Bubba Watson went to the LIV tour? More, uh, more live, live drama. Is it? Oh I know we asked this a lot on one of the podcasts. Live. I've heard, but even anna- like the announcers say it differently. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that everybody knows. Pr- but pretty it's, crazy. The narrative's quite changing. Uh, you know, I think uh, a lot of people were even Caleb said, "Oh, it's all just a money grab." But I think the more we get into it, you, you know, there's a little more to that. Uh, the you know, maybe the control the PGA Tour has really had on the players, and the players are, are just realizing there's options. And Some that's the thing is they had no other option. Yeah, and now they got another option where they can basically dictate how much money they want to make, how often they want to play. It's a little bit they, more they compared to the them. other sports. Yeah, so you, they don't have somebody say it telling like that. It's yeah. like, yeah, that sounds a lot better, right? <laughs> and they don't play as they don't play as they don't much. Play as much, they and they get paid more. Yeah. I mean, if I didn't have to work as much and I got paid more, I mean, I think I'd do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would too. <laughs> so. Yeah, so. did you guys see the hole in one by Mark Hubbard? No, I, I just saw it. I think right before the podcast. I, I have. Yeah, I know you mentioned that. I'll be honest with you. I haven't. It I was have not such. Seen it. I think it was at the tournament this week. So, so he hits the shot on a par three, and and he like he like throw doesn't throw his club, but kind of like like slouches and like turns <laughs> around. I'm saying it was like such a cool jazzy shot. <laughs> so he, I think he think he th- thought he chunked it. <laughs> and it hits in the front of the green and kicks straight forward and starts breaking left. It goes in the hole. Oh my god! And he's and he has got he throws his hands up. He's like, "How did that just happen?" <laughs> that is probably something that that would happen. To I me. feel like a lot of hole ones, a hole in ones are maybe not like quite like that, but they're like when it happens, you're like, "Did that just happen?" Yeah. So yeah. that's exactly because Cole hit so Cole hit a shot sometime and, it, and like it goes on the green. I'll be like, "What's what's wrong with that?" <laughs> like it's just, tw- well, it's I'm like twenty baby. feet away, and I'm like. <laughs> Well, yeah, but you're on the green. <laughs> high expectation, too high of expectations sometimes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, no. well, right. that's uh, that's as much as we can get into that. Yeah, today, let's let's get off the sports talk. Yeah. So, so I uh, heard you guys talking beforehand that there's going to be some changes in the tax laws in Iowa, which has to do with retirement and stuff like that. So good maybe, news, good yep. news for Iowa. Good yep. news. Mar- March first, uh, when the you know this this came out or the news came out, there was a you know tax. They see some tax adjustments for the state of Iowa. There's some good, good on the retirement planning side as well as just on the personal income tax side. But yeah, as, as far as the relevance to to um, retirement planning, uh, big deal, right? It's huge, huge. Uh, you know, so so what we're talking about is typically right now when you take a distribution that is taxable, which is IPERS, uh, Social Security is taxable at a certain is a lower rate, but uh, it is taxable uh, out of your IRA. It's all taxed at federal and state taxes right now you pay a federal whatever your rate is you know 10 to 25 30 percent and then state taxes are typically between uh four to nine percent right now let's just say um the state taxes on all retirement distributions starting next year are eliminated so that means your your rate goes from whatever you're paying right now say it's four six seven whatever it is goes to zero yep and it's it, it includes your your ira distributions uh, your social security, IPERS, pension, um, you know, and I know there's a, uh, Cole and I were kind of talking about this a little bit. It's, it also talks about annuity distributions as well. There's mm-hmm. uh, one thing that we, we, we don't want to go too in depth because, you know, it's crazy it passed, but there's not all the details are out just like, you know, right. same time, every, every time the government does something, they give us a snidbit, but not, not the full details of the what if scenarios. So there is a few things there, but I think it's very relevant for people planning into next year or, you know, looking at, Hey, should I take extra money out at the end of this year or wait to next year? 
Probably a good Definitely idea if you wait. don't need to do it. Let's wait and save yourself that 5% or whatever it might be yeah, on the definitely. state income tax for, <laughs> so, for next So year. on our retirement income planning earlier, yeah. I mean, I've talked to people that I had set up IRA distributions and I said, hey, you know, if you're sitting on cash right now, uh, let's wait yeah. till next year. Let's stop the contribution or distributions for the rest of this year and then start them back up next year. If you can sit tight for six months without getting that extra, whatever you're getting thousand dollars a month, you know, it, it's not going to save you that much money, but it'll save you a little bit. I mean, money's I, money. Anytime we're going to save money. Yeah. <laughs> and really the only, uh, you know, caveat to this that, that we can read and, and I'm pulling this from the, the governor's bulletin is the, on the age. Cause that was one thing is like, well, what's defined as, as retirement age, you know, for retirement distributions. And really all it says is, is you got to be 55. So even if you are still working 55 and you pull some dollars out of a retirement account or whatever, or say you kick a, a pension on or something you kick early, you aren't going to pay state income tax on that, that piece. So, um, one thing that I did, sorry, I, I thought you were, no, no, you're good. You're fine. One, th one thing that I, I did confirm is that, uh, I had a gentleman ask me, okay, so what if I'm working in retirement? Do I still pay state taxes on my wages? Yes, yeah. you do. This is only on money that you take out of retirement plans or a pension or social security payment. You, If you are working getting W-2 1099 earnings, you still have to pay state taxes on that. That makes sense. I mean, but it right. is going to be cut down to a flat tax of 3.9%. So mm -hmm. that's, Which, yeah, that's, so two changes of yep, state taxes, but that's let, a, let's go, let's go down that route yeah, some other yeah. time. Yeah. Um, so that's a big thing for anybody. Yeah. So I, I had a client just last year that moved to Florida to avoid state taxes. He was, he was fairly well off. Um, you know, state taxes, they do not pay state taxes in, in Florida as far as, uh, they need in income taxes. I don't know if he's moving back, but it means that people have moved out of Iowa or moved to a different state to avoid state taxes in retirement. Hopefully they'll be staying now. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, so RMDs, tell me about them because I don't know anything about them. So what RMD stands for is required minimum distribution. So we're going to a, a, a different topic. We're going off the Iowa state taxes and we're going to what, what are required minimum distributions? So Cole, I'll just let you just generally uh, tell people what required minimum distributions are. Yeah. So basically, you know, what an RM, RMD is, and that's what we'll use RMD for, for short short terminology here, but that's if you have a, uh, and I'm going to use the pre-tax bucket, traditional IRA or pre-tax 401k bucket. If you have, you know, some type of dollars in those accounts and it's your own account that you are the owner of and you reach um, now the age of 72, which has recently been changed, you are required to take out a certain dollar amount that the, the government basically says, hey, we want you to take that and realize some of that income and pay some income tax on it. Because none of that money, if it's a pre-tax account, you got a deduction at some point and didn't pay tax on the dollars when it was coming in. And they basically say they don't want you to defer that and just pass it on and not you know get any income tax on. So right now, if you hit age of 72, the year you hit 72, you have to claim uh, a certain portion uh, of that. And there's a uh, basically a chart that the, the, the government puts out it's based on your age and the balance, and it's calculated at the end of every year of what, what that dollar amount is that you're required to take out. Now, you can take out more, but you can't take out less. But, you know, one big thing we don't, this is an important thing for people, is what, what happened, you know, talk about a little bit if they, if they you know, miss the distribution or don't take it out. Yeah, if, if they don't take the required minimum distribution out, the penalty right now is 50%. So if you have a uh, an IRA and you're required by the government to take $10,000 out, let's say, 
the next year, if you didn't take it out, they will tax you 50% on that, or penalty, excuse me, plus you still yeah, have to pay yeah. federal tax. I mean, it ends up being, you know, it Max could end up being like 65, yeah, 65, 70%, you know, wow. penalty. So it's a big deal um, mm. for, for people to, to not take light, lightly. And it's not like it's automatically happens. Like we have to set this up for you yep. as financial advisors, or you have to set it up. If you're not using a financial advisor, you have to, you know, track it yourself. So, um, you know, we, we try to help our clients plan for, okay, what's your, so we know what your RMD is going to be on January 1st of the following year. Yep. You know, we don't work January 1st, but on January 2nd, <laughs> let's just say we know what it's going to be because it's based on your balance 1231. So we have the entire year to discuss your RMD with you, what you want to do. I have some people that take them monthly, just want to, you know, use it as part of their income. Uh, I have some people that do it all in December uh, because they want to, you know, take it out last minute. Some people that take it right away in January and they want to use it all year. It's it, it different strokes for different folks when it comes to that. So, um, sorry, I didn't end that very well. That's okay. I just didn't, didn't know where we were tra- going. Didn't leave a good transition point there. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. It's, it's not something that it, we can do the same thing for everyone. Uh, as, as is many of the stuff that we talk about. So, yeah. um, well, let, let's move to, uh, you know, different, uh, a different topic, inherited IRAs. And they also, so they've changed a lot of rules lately. So I know we're talking so about a lot of legislation, right? Here. Legislation. I mean, we don't try to play a politician by any means, but, um, inherited IRAs before it was a pretty easy topic for me and Cole, yeah. Every, uh, everyone inherited IRA and you, you, you could take it, you know, you could take it all out or you could stretch it out the rest of your life. It, that, that were the two options basically. Now, if you inherited an IRA and it's not your spouse, you have to take all the balance out within 10 years. And, and he's referring to, you know, RMD, the same thing, required minimum distribution, but now we're going down to the inheritance level. So say you passed away or your parent passed away. That's what he's talking about in your non-spouse. Spouses have a whole different set. They basically just, tur- it turns into their own, their own IRA, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from, from that standpoint. And we're speaking in generalities here. So no, don't, no, don't fact check us too, too yeah. hard here. But this, these are, are general rules. There's always specific nuances to certain situations, if it's a minor or whatever it might be when things happen. But, um, yeah, you were, that, that recently changed as well. We're, we're now someone say you inherit a big retirement account from your parents, mother, father, whatever it might be. You have 10 years as it sits now, 10 years to deplete that account. Again, we're still waiting on some guidance. There's a few nuances and there's been some recent uh, bulletins on this. Uh, that the government's put I'm out. I'm listening yeah. to a, a conference call today because they still haven't come out with some of the details on what we need to know about this, even though it's right now technically law. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they want to just put the rule through as fast as possible, but they don't want to give all the details. And, and and we can go down that road some other time. But uh, so, yeah. So so what what we're saying or what we're making sure people know is that, yes, it's great to inherit money. Uh, I'm sure people would love to inherit a million dollar um, IRA from from whoever. If my uncle died and I inherited a million dollar IRA, I, I wouldn't be mad. But at the same time, I have to take all million dollars out in the next 10 years, whether right now, whether I do it $100,000 each year for 10 years, or I wait 10 years, take all million dollars out in the 10th year, I have to pay taxes on all that money. Right now, you only have to pay federal taxes if you're in Iowa. But if you're in a different state that has state taxes, you would have to pay state taxes. Um, but that that can impact people's livelihood. I mean, life just, uh, yes, you inherited all this money, but your tax bracket is going to be, 
you know, affected. It, it, it's one of those things, you know, shifting back to the, having a plan too, right? Of, of, if we know, you know, you know, you're not going to spend a lot of that money as, as someone that has a big retirement account, whatever it might be of, of no one understanding how that transitions and educating like, Hey, if this happens or something unexpected happens, this is, you know, going to impact my, the beneficiaries of that account and, you know, net tax wise, and there could be some things to alleviate that. And we're not going to go down that. There's a lot of different strategies to talk about, but that's where opening up that conversation is so important. Say, Hey, do you, you know, you realize this bucket's going to happen this way if you don't spend it down or whatever might happen mm-hmm. of understanding the the back end ramifications and maybe that impacts the the distribution strategy of what bucket maybe you're pulling from first or, or differently just based on how the accumulation happens. But again, always always coming back to, you know, educating yourself and making sure you have a plan or speak to a, a professional like Cole or myself to um, to talk through that that conversation. What Cole's talking about is called legacy planning. Yep. So how how am I going to pass my legacy on do I want to make it tax efficient for the next generation? If you don't, then you don't have to do any legacy planning, but a lot of people that we talk to want to. So yeah, they, they don't want to be too hard on their kids. Right. Right. They don't want to, um, <laughs> I'm, have sp- as much I, I'm always saying, I'm just going to spend all my money and that, that's <laughs> what they too. get, what's left, what's yeah. left. No. Leave them with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no. well, there you go. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much going to wrap up this episode. So, um, once again, thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you learned something. And uh, questions. Remember to submit your yes, questions. Yes, submit your questions to the website, Facebook, LinkedIn, in person, phone call, call. the office, email me. Yep. If you want to email Cole. However, you yep. want to get it submitted, we, we will want your questions, and we will try our best to answer them all. Yep, we will. We will answer as many as we can in the time restraints we have, and any ones we don't have, we will put in the basket to answer the next time we do a Q and A. Absolutely. So eventually, all of the questions will get answered. Um. Again, like, share, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, like and share it on just your podcasting platform. Uh, maybe you know somebody ha- that you think this would be useful information for them. Send it to them. Text yep. them the link. You know, all the different ways that you can listen. So uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you next time on How to Money with Cole and Cole. Go Cubs. You've been listening to How to Money with Cole and Cole, the podcast of Essential Financial Group, courtesy of Spin Market. Learn more about the Central Financial Group on their website, www.centralfinancialgroup.com. For now, I'm Cole. And I'm Cole. And we'll see you on the greens. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associations Incorporated member FINRA SIPC Royal Alliance Associations Incorporated is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names products or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associations Incorporated material discussed is meant for general informational purposes only and it is not to be construed as tax legal or investment advice please note that individual situations can vary therefore the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Diversification does not insure against loss. Any guarantees discussed refer only to fixed insurance products and are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company.